Is this art good? Welcome. Hello. Welcome to Is This Art Good? The podcast where we determine whether some art is good or not. (laughs) I thought you were going to (laughs) continue. My name is Devin. I am here with my best friend and lover of entertainment, Alphonse, as always. That's me. I'm the best friend and lover. And for the (laughs) third time, we are joined by our buddy, Andrew. How you doing, Andrew? I am okay. How are you guys? I'm I'm well. I'm pretty good. Yeah. Heck yeah to that. So well, pretty good, and okay. We got three levels of the on the positive spectrum of yeah, whatever. <laughs> what would our levels of uh, how we're doing relate to your scale? Oh, like a like a you mean the milk scale? Yeah, I'm feeling cheesy. Cheesy. Oh, you're that good, huh? <laughs> Oh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm like a yogurt. I'm a. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't brought yogurt into it yet. I love yogurt. I forgot about yogurt. <laughs> Yogurt's a good one. Yogurt's so good. I didn't like yogurt as a kid. I was just weird about it. Tubes weirded me out. Man, same. I wouldn't touch tubes now, though. A yogurt, <laughs> all the time. I'll fuck it up. I'll fuck up. I've some got a yogurt. fucking story about tubes. Um, when I was in grade two, I brought a yogurt tube to school, and I couldn't. Um, I was having some difficulty getting it open. I couldn't put, because there's like a little tab, you like rip it off and I couldn't do it. And so I, I fucking smacked it against my desk and it exploded <laughs> and yogurt went everywhere, including to the, some of it, it was all over our friend Richard, actually. It was oh all over Rick, poor you guy. You blasted oh, yeah. your yogurt load all over Rick. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> That's filthy. There's a level in Dream Daddies, actually. Uh, a gob of my pink yogurt load stayed stuck to the um the heater, the radiator at the back of the room for years. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, it was just, but it was just like, like it made me question the like what's actually in yogurt tubes that makes it just be like a pink gob. It didn't make you question forever. your school's yeah. uh, janitorials. <laughs> I don't think anybody ever fucking noticed. Anyway, I don't think anyone ever fucking cleaned that school. Speaking of pink gobs, what are we reviewing today, Alphonse? Well, kind of in line with, uh, you know, you you could have used maybe a, a parental figure, a dad, to help you with that yogurt tube. Yeah. Uh, and we have, we're, we're playing a game in which we seek out other fathers. Uh, we played the game Dream Daddy, uh, which is, uh, yeah, it's a gay dad dating simulator. Yes. I think it's really important to to note that like there's never any mention that anyone is gay in this game, right? Yeah. They, they never actually mention any sexuality at all, which I think is kind of important. And all of the dads have children. I mean, well, yeah. fucking obviously they do. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes somebody a dad having a child. Yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting to note that um, like Robert, one of the characters doesn't have a kid like living with him no it's not the, the the kid's not like in the game proper until like not part of the story until uh yeah. the end of that arc yeah 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 i i agree with you there i almost thought that like when Devin just said like he was confused with the dad's thing i agree i was almost like thinking the exact same thing like i didn't consider him having a kid yeah 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 and, but that's that's not really what i meant what i meant was like 
they've got other stuff going on. The 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 their history, the relationships, and and the people that these that these dads are. It's not just like here's a fucking person for you to date. It's like there there's a very rich, very rich backstory for everybody, which I really appreciated. Yeah, so I I really like in this game that like it's a dating simulator, and you know it's it's got like it's themed around fathers, uh, daddies. And I like a lot that it doesn't just like take that as a bit and then kind of ignore the kids. Right. Like the relationship between those dads and their kids and like your own character and Amanda, like those are all treated really seriously and actually have like a lot of development and is like integral to each storyline. Yeah, the relationship with Amanda is like a core component. Like if you don't have a good relationship with her, you don't do well at the game. Yeah, yeah. The game tells you, you know, they're like you you have to do what you can and make the right decisions for your daughter and for your own like mental health and physical health. You got to be a dad. That's right. You got to be a dad. And what would a dad be if he didn't use dad book? Really? Yeah. Everybody's favorite dad social media platform. I I really want to make dad book profiles for the three of us. Well, let's let's fucking do it. I, we're all dads here. All right, let's do it. <laughs> I've got the uh, the questions pulled up. So what we're going to do is we're just going to go in order uh, from all these questions are pulled directly from the game, and uh, we're we're going to give you a little bit of a little bit of insight into what your what your podcast hosting trio is all about. So first, do you want to do, let's do Alphonse, Andrew, and then myself. Is that good? Sure. Okay. So Alphonse, on a Friday night, are you most likely to polish and sort your coin collection, Netflix and grill baby, fall asleep watching the History Channel, torment your children with ba- with dad puns, or bad puns, I suppose, or sink into blissful oblivion, sleep? I think I'm going to have to torment my children with dad puns. I, I've picked up on on dad jokes at a young age and have been making them since I was 10. I'm sort of a veteran father at this point without any children, though. <laughs> right. An honorary father. Honorary dad. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like a dream daddy. Kind of yeah. like a stepdad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A daddy in your dreams instead of a daddy of your dreams. Andrew, what about you? Mm, Netflix and grill, baby. Yeah, baby. I, I got to say that's that's probably the same for me. Yeah, um, the grilling, the amount of grilling in this game really spoke to me on a on a deep personal level. But also the dad puns, it might be it could go either way, but probably Netflix and grill. Yeah, I, I think I think Netflix and grill suits you. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, second question. If you had one thing to take with you onto a desert island, what would it be? Your trusty grill, the lost shaker of salt, <laughs> the one cast away on DVD for instructional purposes. A boat, obviously, or you don't need anything because your survival skills have trained you for this day. I'm going to have to say a boat because uh, none of those mentioned a sketchbook and I think I just fucking go nuts. Valid. Very valid. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with Alphonse there. I went with a boat, but yeah, it was just like, yeah, I don't know. The other ones were, I really don't see myself living too long with the other ones and it'd be cool to like not die yeah (laughs) yeah i was thinking about my (laughs) longevity here (laughs) yeah yeah see i i never understood you know the phrase a desert island if it's an island there's water all the way around it so it can't be desert but i guess it means deserted it's really what it means but if it's say if you mean deserted say deserted so yeah i would probably go with um 
I'd probably go with the uh, the grill. Honestly, why not? Yeah. Hell yeah. Grill it up. Just catch some fish. Just fucking catch some fish. You just go get a branch, take the branch off, and catch some fucking fish. Either spear them with your sick. I mean, yeah. Do you think you can? Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Do you think you can smoke meat with palm wood? I don't know. Hmm. I'd have to look it up. Yeah. Probably taste weird. Probably. Uh, Alphonse, third question. What are your turn-ons? Strong dad arms, tennis shoes with long white socks, a well-manicured lawn, street smarts, top-tier grillmanship, or being comfortable with crying? I think I think comfortable with crying. I think it's important to have someone in your life who is emotionally vulnerable and and you can just be honest with. And that's maybe not a funny answer, but uh, if I'm going to answer it honestly, it's probably the most important. Yeah, I don't think we have to be funny. We're trying to attract dads. Well, thank thank God we don't have to be funny, right? <laughs> Imagine if we tried. Oof. <laughs> womp, womp. Andrew, what about you? I said street smarts. I want a nice drug dealer daddy to hook me up, you know? Yeah, fuck yeah. Did you say dr- a drug dealer daddy? Yeah. He knows the streets. Get you that quarter? Hardened. For me, it's definitely the dad arms. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just... It's just it's just the way it is. I mean, I don't need the top tier grillmanship because I can do the grilling. Obviously. Right, right. But honestly, some nice muscular arms, a little bit of a little bit of a pot belly. Oof. Yeah, and I mean like Anna's like ripped, right? Like she can just beat beat you up. She does. Yeah, she's fucking jacked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I do all the cooking, because otherwise I'll get slaughtered. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yes, I cook. Yes, I clean. uh alphonse a few questions left here what did you want to be when you grew up a technical writer for manuals and instructionals a salty boat captain a pro skater who is also an astronaut a good father or the president of space president of space absolutely yeah yeah okay you know if we're if we're answering honestly and not trying to be funny yeah yeah i mean earth is too small for me so right you've outgrown it at this point yeah i'm i'm ready to leave honestly <laughs> i want to be the donnie trump of space let's go oof oof <laughs> who's that he's not a president yeah he's not a president what are you talking about you want to be a crazy old man of space yeah all all the sun's radiation has turned me orange yeah from these options i would probably go with a good father <laughs> yeah that's fair. You don't want to be president of space? <laughs> no. You can't be a good father if you're president of space, to be fair. I don't think I don't think that there should be a president of space. Controversial, but okay. Mm, yeah, I don't know what to I don't know what to say about that. Space should not have um a ruler mm. or any sort of government. That's why it's space. That sounds pretty leftist to me or whatever. <laughs> sounds pretty leftist? <laughs> yes. It's not. It's actually not. It's nothingist because there's no political spectrum in space. It's let's, spaced. Let's get that. Uh, let's get that libertarian guy who has like the boot I'm, on his head to fucking actually, run space. Um, I'm I'm actually what you call a solar anarchist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a that sounds like a good name for like a video game or a punk band. Yeah, a sci-fi punk band. Maybe an album. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, Alphonse, next question: What is your favorite movie genre? War documentaries. Sean Connery's, rest in peace, 
entire filmography, anything on Laserdisc, romantic comedies, whatever will make you cry, or old comedies that haven't aged well? Well, this is tough. I I think part of me wants to say old comedies that haven't aged well, because a few months ago, I watched fucking Scary Movie 1 with my girlfriend, and that was fucking awful. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I think... There's so many moments in that movie where I was just like, oh, I can't believe we were at this place in like early 2000s. But um, yeah, it was a bad fucking time. I think anything on Laserdisc, I think that it would just I would just be really interested to watch a Laserdisc period. See, I don't think that like a a format can't be a genre for sure. That's like saying, hey, what's your favorite genre of music? Vinyl. No, that doesn't fucking work. So I think that is actually that answer shouldn't be included in there. But that's just me. I think it's supposed to be funny. Oh, you're trying to be funny again. Sorry, I I can't tell anymore. (laughs) I think I think it's tough because like Sean Connery's entire filmography, also not a genre. Anything on Laserdisc, not a genre. Whatever will make me cry, also not a genre. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. I mean, old comedies that haven't aged well is a, like a sub sub genre. True, true. It's basically any like scary movie or like blank movie. Adam Sandler movie. True. True. Very true. <laughs> I got to pick out of these. I got to pick romantic comedies. Fair. We've watched a few of those together. Yeah. I'll go with old <laughs> comedies, I guess. I watched um, what I watched the other night. Tom Hanks. Uh, You've got mail. From 1998, which might have been the first, the first, uh, like online dating movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really enjoyed it. I I really thought it was good. I've never seen that, man. You should check it out. They, they develop a relationship on uh, AOL online. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that a little bit redundant to say AOL because American online, America online, online, online. It is pretty bad. Did you know that the guy who like made the first, uh, dating website, uh, he lost his girlfriend because she started dating someone on their on his website. I think I read that somewhere. <laughs> wow! Right? I mean, that's awesome. Cool. Your I guess your shit worked, but <laughs> sorry, bro. Get your shit wrecked, bud. Valid. Uh, Andrew, what was your answer for this one? Sorry. Um, I think old comedies, but like also like none. You know, like right. You're not a big movie guy. Oh, honestly, maybe like war documentaries. I don't know. I don't what? know. <laughs> really? Pass. That's the one. Pass. Okay. Have you guys ever? Valid. Wait, no. Have you guys ever seen that like Peter Jackson one? Uh, um, <laughs> with all the Greek gods? No. Well, that's <laughs> that's Michael Jackson. <laughs> it's like it came out like they shall not grow old. Yeah, that one. That was no. Cool. I haven't seen it. That Is it good? Good. Yeah. I don't know. I like. Like yeah, whatever. <laughs> World War One. I. I would uh yeah, I would actually I really do enjoy I don't like war documentaries, mm-hmm. but I do enjoy war films. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I really like um, like true crime YouTube. <laughs> so I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Marble Hornets, right? Oh shut up. We tried we tried oh, watching man. that recently and it was so bad. Oh, I bet. I was like, Talk. I would try to show my girlfriend and I was like, I was, we were, my friends and I were like spooked by this when we were like 14, 15. I showed Man, her we totally. Like, Doesn't make any fucking sense. Andrew, so we'll much. get you on in like 10 more episodes to okay, fucking review Marble Hornets. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> That'd be sick. Uh, Alphonse, next question for you. What is your ideal date? 
why don't we just go off off book here? What just tell us instead of going with the dad book options? Oh shoot, you're, that's you're way more springing fun. me on it. I'm springing um, it. I'm springing you on. Is it, it 2020? What's the year? Yeah, yeah. yeah my ideal date is August fourth, nineteen seventy. I like um, I like September eleventh, uh, two thousand two. <laughs> Hell yeah. Just long enough after that people had forgotten about 9-11, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone forgot. <laughs> uh, if you think that we make too many 9-11 jokes on this podcast, like, subscribe, follow. If you think we make too many 9-11 jokes on this podcast, you shouldn't hang out with me. <laughs> My birthday is um, four days before 9-11, and I mean, I don't want to get a little, any, you know, two conspiracy theory in here, but like 9-7, 9-11, 7-11. Yeah, you did it. Yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, uh, you can extrapolate from that. Yeah. Andrew, sure. what about you? What's your ideal date? Actually, you didn't even answer that, Alphonse. So yeah, I'm, I'm still <laughs> thinking Andrew can go first if he's got something. Oh, okay. Like a big pizza. A big pizza at home? Yep. With no one else, just just the pizza. Over Zoom. <laughs> pizza over Zoom. <laughs> the farther away, the better. That's what I'm doing right now. This is my favorite date. I think just, I think for me, just like getting raw dogged in the ass with like a huge horse cock strap on <laughs> would be like yeah. really, hey, really you, dope. You can't say that. That's my answer. <laughs> well, you Devin, fucker. we're just going to have to go on a date together, I guess. Fine. I guess I'll just have to default to a nice sit down on the strap on on the big horse cock strap on seafood dinner. Sit down on yes. the strap on. <laughs> sit down on the strap on. <laughs> Oof. Seafood dinner's nice. So you don't need a strap on if you have a nice thick dad. But whatever. Yeah. Alphonse, what do you never leave home without? A sensible cardigan, probably that. Your sick vape, your book of word jumbles, and a pen. A cool knife, your cripplingly low self-esteem, or do you frequently forget your phone, keys, and wallet at home sometimes? Oh, man. So th this is interesting because I do, most times that I've left the house recently, uh, it has been with a cool knife because I've been walking my girlfriend to work and she's been working late <laughs> nights and there has ah, been valid. a fucking spooky ass black van where like apparently some people had approached uh people walking late at night and like tried to get them into the fucking van so i do have a cool knife it's rainbow colored which is very appropriate for the gay themes of this uh, uh this game I'm familiar with the knife yeah yeah but uh yeah i'd say a sensible cardigan i'm a i'm a big fan knew it yeah 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 you know me we we have been friends for many years <laughs> a few years a couple of years andrew what about you what do you never leave home without all the above the vape yeah <laughs> all of them <laughs> um my crippling low self-esteem that's a good one can't yeah, go anywhere a good one. It. not for me for me it's a sensible cardigan i've got a couple of cardigans and i love i love them I actually lost one. Oh no because i didn't leave home without it yeah i know Jeez. i left it in a friend's car and they tell me that i never left it in the car but hmm they just want your set. It's either you, Riley, or Jordan. Tell me where my sweater is, dude. Yeah, stop wearing Devin's sensible cardigan. Yeah, they are. This is quite sensible. Um, 
Alphonse, next question. Do you, this is, I think, the last question. Yes. Uh, what do you spend a lot of time thinking about? Conspiracy theories, how proud you are of your child, potential ends of the world, if you'll ever be able to love yourself as much as you love your grill, when you can get a next cup of coffee, or when you can next get a cup of coffee, that's better, or lawnmower modifications. I think, um, you know, I think in a way, lawnmower modifications and potential ends of the world can kind of be tied together. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of yeah. lawnmowering to be used in the uh, zombie apocalypse. But for real, I think uh, potential ends of the world as a, as a serious answer, I think I spend a lot of time both thinking about that in a uh, fictional sense, coming up with like world building stuff. Right. But also just, you know, worrying that everything could go terribly wrong any moment and we could all just fucking die. So I hope you're enjoying our comedy podcast. Actually, Anna told me today that uh, she, she read an article. She uh, only reads, you know, reasonably, uh, reasonably well sourced articles. Yeah. Uh, she said that uh, NASA um, announced that the last time the sun had this little activity um, as it has in, in 2020, uh, there was an ice age. So cool. Yeah, well, that's I mean, kind of cool. You know, like solar flares and like things going on in the sun. I guess it's just been a quiet year. See, see, that's fine because, um, you know, that'll just balance out the global warming if the if the sun's not uh, blasting us so much. I mean, that's what I was thinking. If you just fucking and, and you just wear wear more layers like you can warm up. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Andrew, what about you? What do you spend a lot of time thinking about? Hmm. I'm going to have to go with. Uh conspiracy theories i think about pizzagate all the time yeah that's what i guess pizzagate yeah dude <laughs> oh, man. i love conspiracy such bullshit theories. see i here's the thing with me i now we've actually talked about how i think about conspiracy theories on this podcast before yeah um that's not my answer to the question but the thing with pizzagate is like there are so many conspiracy theories that are like that has like a little inkling of validity in there. Like there's something mm -hmm. there that could be true, but all of these ones that people are glomming onto now are just like so fucking impossible. Oh yeah. Like the Wayfarer shit. Yeah. Like, oh fuck. Do you guys believe in lizard people? <laughs> no, that shit's anti-Semitic. It's pretty bad. I mean, we dude, our first episode was on the Mario bros movie. We have to believe in lizard people. <laughs> They're real. Oof. <laughs> um, my answer is either conspiracy theories or when I can next get a cup of coffee. I think really it's when yeah. can I get a cup of coffee and then sit down and think about conspiracy theories while drinking it. Yeah. You're, you're a big coffee boy now. Yeah. Great. If anyone has kept track of our answers, um, that's that's terrific. Add us on dad book. I'm at ball. <laughs> I'm at Jeff McGunk. I'm at uh, Reggie the Veggie. <laughs> yes, these are our dad names, which you can see on Instagram. Uh, they'll have been posted along with this episode. So why don't we, now that we've got, you know, all of our uh, preferences established here. Yeah. Why don't we hop into really reviewing the meat and or potatoes of this game? Yeah, man, let's do it. Let's. Okay. So do you want to uh, talk about who we dated first and why? Yeah, sure. Okay. How, who wants to go first? Okay, I'll go first. I'm nervous. Okay, so my first thought, so um, <laughs> the first person you meet is Matt, 
right? You go to the coffee shop and it's like, okay, there he is. Right. And it's like, oh, cool. Look at all these funny band band puns and stuff. And um, you're like, okay, that's, that's neat. Uh, you have a little chat and then you leave. And I thought to myself, Andrew's totally going to date Matt. Um, <laughs> what, did, what did you name the banana bread? Oh, I named it um, the uh, banana bread Kennedys. That's yeah, what I did same, too. Same. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> good job, guys. Very, very good. Yeah. Um, and so I, I decided, okay, Matt's kind of cool. You know, I immediately, as soon as Joseph came to my door, I was like, I'm not even fucking getting anywhere near him. Not even getting involved. <laughs> totally right. not Slimy. at all. Yep. So I yep. just fucking left it alone youth minister with a wife and kid that's too much drama for me man yeah it's a lot just yeah and and of course you know amanda was having problems at school and stuff so i went and met with her teacher and i got some good vibes from hugo anyway in the end uh i ended up going on two dates with matt okay uh i ended up going going the distance with, with three dads wow so you got the yes. uh, you got the pup reference in there then eh? Oh, yeah. We went to the pup show and uh, I did fairly well avoiding some moshers, some teenage moshers. But yeah. And I, you know, the, the, the minigame mechanics in this are excellent. Yeah. Yeah. I think minigames are really like important to the visual novel genre because like, yeah, sometimes it can just be a lot if you're just constantly dealing with dialogue and the only real gameplay choice is like making choices it's nice to have it broken up with that kind of thing. Well, and you and I have talked about my dislike for cutscenes, right? And so yes. there are points points in this game where I was like, okay, when do I get to the gameplay? And then I was like, oh, wait, no, this is what it is. And I, it yeah. wasn't something that I disliked necessarily. It was just something I had to remind myself of. Like, no, this, yeah. is, this is the game. It's happening. And so the fact that each date was like a mini game was really good and they were all different like there were physics based ones there were like you know like i really liked the golf with brian uh brian was another one i went on a date with okay uh, in the end in the end i ended up going on two dates with matt i didn't uh finish didn't go on the third date oh. but the first person i went to the end with was hugo oh okay thought hugo was a, a lovely lovely man uh we went to a wrestling match together okay and i didn't actually get to date him in the end i didn't get the ending with hugo unfortunately oh no oh no and he was my first choice so i think i just i must have made a, a misstep somewhere maybe on our aquarium date you know right right but these things happen and you move on with life uh so then i went back and i ended up uh going on three dates with both uh brian and robert and i got the the good endings for both of them I knew you'd date Brian. I, I had the feeling because it's basically just you. You just me. Like, yeah. That's what I thought. I was like, Devin is absolutely going to date this guy. That's what that was. What was my number one choice for you. I was like, Devin yeah. is definitely dating Brian. That's what Anna said, too. She was like, yeah, this guy's hot. <laughs> I was like, thanks. <laughs> That's so good. Nice. Like, yeah, he's just a just a fucking dad. I fell into the into the river and I got to see his glistening hairy tummy. That's Hell yeah. That big bear. <laughs> The tumbly. <laughs> yeah. The big bear for sure. So yeah, so I got um I got good endings with two out of three of the dads I decided to to go on a third date with. Okay. And that that's a that's a good, you know, as uh, the great meatloaf once said, two out of three is all right. Yeah. What about uh what about Andrew? Yeah. Did you so did you date Hugo as well? Um 
I did not date Hugo. Ah. Oh man. Okay. I I thought you would, but I wasn't sure. I know. I definitely I think you would. I think I might not have went for. You know, I kind of didn't go for the obvious choices. There was a few that I was like, I'm intrigued by this dad, so I need to know more. So I think that I dated three of them. I did all three dates with three of them. Okay. Um, and I think I might have went on one date with like Craig kind of thing, but I was like, this guy's it's just not for me. No, too just a sports bro. Sports bro. No, I'm not about that. But he was no. like, buddy, let's go running and stuff. So it was fine. Oh, bro. But so yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do the weird ones because I want to see where this goes. So I went with my fir- <laughs> yeah. the first one I went on a date with was Joseph. <laughs> oh, nice. man, of course. Yeah. So it was pretty weird. Um, what is it? Because I didn't see it at all. I didn't. I, I didn't talk to Joseph once. Yeah, same. I feel like you like just go to his house and stuff like that. It's really just like tense the whole time. Everything with Joseph is exactly how you think it's going to be. Like, it's just exactly the same as like the cookie exchange. Yeah. So you just go there. He's like fighting with his wife and stuff like that. It's bad times. You're kind of just helping him out with stuff at home. But it's constantly showing that like things are really bad. And eventually he takes you out on his boat. And you're like, oh, dang. Like, what's going on out here? And it turns out he's been. uh, We going to fuck on a boat or what? So it turns out he's been living out on his boat because him and him and uh, his wife Mary are having some marital problems, so they're separated. Mm. So we okay. fucked on his boat. The Coast Fuck Guard, yeah. the Coast Guard, oh, so the Coast Guard came out and they were like, "Our something broke on our boat at one point." And then the Coast Guard heard overheard our whole conversation. They were like, "We're just gonna let you guys stay here for the night. We'll see you guys in the morning." And then they just. Wow. So you 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 did all three dates with Joseph? Yep. Yep. But so I for his ending, we did not end up being together. I don't know if Uh, I I, honestly this is my first one I I dated, so I didn't know there was multiple endings. So I haven't looked into what his other ending is, to be honest. But basically, um the conversation you have with him is that he uh has decided to stay back together with Mary because it's the best thing to do, but he wanted you to be his side piece. Oh whoa. Yeah, so um yeah so my daddy was Pretty like scandalous for a preacher oh i know it was it was spicy yeah so i got i got out of you, that <laughs> for sure your daddy your daddy noped it yeah. Yeah. yeah daddy nope nope that's what we call you yeah. <laughs> okay yeah absolutely Ooh, daddy nope nope <laughs> that was too much okay no do it Next. Okay, and then uh and then the second one i went on uh a date with because i need to know more was robert so Hell Robert's yeah. got some problems. Yeah. He's got some real. Mm-hmm. So we all dated Robert then, because I also did. Yeah. We did. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let's. Do you guys want to open the floor and have a little chat about Robert? Or no, no, you go. You finish uh, your thing. First. Okay, you go first, we'll go and we'll okay, okay, we'll talk fair. about it. Okay. So yeah. So you know, it was Robert was weird. I found on some dates he was more like receptive than others. Like he was a he was an interesting one. I I liked um yeah. I liked how he was the 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 silent dad type. So anytime you picked the uh, no talking options, he was always like his uh, emojis were flying, yeah. you know? Yeah, the eggplants. The eggplants were like, you say yeah. nothing. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so that was an interesting one. Robert really just, he wants to choke you is what's yeah, going on. Like, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> he just, so yeah, yeah, so I can't. Choke I, me, daddy. I, so I'm pretty sure, I I think in the second date, or I'm trying to remember what it was. It was whenever you do the tour guide thing with him yeah that's the third one third date okay so i think during then 
So I didn't end up hooking up with Robert. What happened was, I think I um, I was because we were out like running around. And I was like, oh, ignore your kid, whatever. I was just going to see what this guy did. And then so on the next day, he came back and was like, yeah, we are not meant to be together. And it was like this big dramatic thing. So, yeah, me and Robert didn't work out. Right. So. Yeah. What can you do? So you didn't get the ending with Joseph and you didn't get the ending with Robert. No, but my third dad. Okay. So now I was like, okay. Was the was the fucking vampire guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. It was. Yeah, absolutely. It was. <laughs> absolutely. So same here, yeah. The two dads that I dated were Damien and Robert. Yes. So awesome. Okay, so I was like, right out the gate, I was like, I fucking hate Damien. I was like, Damien's like my least favorite dad. Oh, yeah. I was like, Right. What? Like, what is this character thing? Like, what is going on here? Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, like that's just. So, I, so I was like, you know what? I need to know more. Let's. This is my dad. That's yeah. how I know. What's up with this fucking vampire? Anyone that I had like a, a reaction to that was kind of like, what? Those are the ones that I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna date that guy. You know what I mean? I was like, Hugo's. Right. Hugo's probably great dad. Matt probably a great dad. Brian probably a great dad. The other guys, I was like, you know what? These are like the like. I just want to know more. So yeah, with yeah. Uh, Damien, at first, he's kind of just like showing you around his gardens and stuff like that. And, you know, he's talking like this weird 18th century lingo. And he's very like, he sends you like a, a letter in the mail to ask you out for your second date, I think. Just stuff like yeah. that. Very old school mm. kind of thing, right? But he's very nice. And even on the second date, I still didn't quite get the guy. I just wasn't sure about yeah. him. And I was really dreading. So I think I went on one and two dates with this guy. And then I went and did dated, finished Robert's storyline. And then I was like, I was debating going to a different dad and not finishing Damien's story. But I was like, you know what? I just want to see how this ends. Yeah, yeah. So I went and did his third date. And it was like the best part of the game. It was so freaking oh, like... the third date's great. It's so good. So then it turns out he's not... He's... Um, uh, you go to go on a date with him and uh, he's like super stressed and stuff like that. And then he's like running away. And anyway, so it turns out he's not actually this full on goth dad. He works for like a um, uh, he's like an IT. Yeah, he's like works as like in IT at like some like pet nice. uh, like a vet clinic or something like that. So he so like his like look is like entirely different. He, he works as an IT and like volunteers at the at the shelter. That's what it is. Thank which, you. Which which Mary works at too. Yes. Yeah. So you run into Mary. You run oh, into her all yeah. over the game. That's probably one of the most int- interesting characters in the game. She's all over yeah, the fucking yeah. place. Definitely. But yeah. So your last date with him, he kind of opens up more, and you guys connect. And he's like, "Yeah, you know, I'm not. I put up this. He's like, there's many things I'm interested in, but I don't need to define myself by this character. And I think what I think my my dad Jeff and. Uh, Damien really connected on that third date. And then uh, I think we yeah. ended up that we're going to continue dating afterwards. So I did have a happy ending, which I was not expecting. So nice. Damien was a my favorite. I think my favorite dad of this great. group that I dated. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah, I, I really like Damien. Sorry, did you want to go first, Devin? Or or I guess you kind of covered yours. Um, I Well, I, I did want to say, I guess, the the my favorite dad... I was I was really bummed out that Hugo didn't decide to take things further with me. Mm. Um but uh and and Robert I was like okay I got the ending. He's got some shit he needs to work out and that's what the ending is, right? It's like yeah, I like you a lot, but uh that's I kind of need to take some time for myself. And you have to be like that's fine. I was the catalyst. I'm the reason that he is taking yeah. the time for himself. So that's good. That's like the thing happened. Um 
But with Brian, like the whole thing is, it's all, everything's a competition. He's, it always seems like he's trying to one up you, his kid's better than your yeah. kid. And it's this constant, constant thing. Right. And then at the end, the big twist is you go to the carnival or the fair and you get on this Ferris wheel that your, your kids uh, make you go on the Ferris wheel and then they abandon you. And then the Ferris wheel gets stuck because there's a raccoon in the motor or something. Okay. Um, and so you're stuck up there and you have this. And this big chat with Brian and he's like, you're like, you know, why do you hate me? Like, why are you always trying to one up me? And he's like, well, you're always trying to one up me. I was just trying to impress you. I, <laughs> I, I really like you. And then you're, it's like this. The whole thing was a big misunderstanding. You're like, oh, I guess like and he's like, maybe we can start over. Hi, I'm Brian. And you're like, hi, Brian. And I was like, all right, Brian is, is a good guy. He just comes on a little strong, really sweet man. He's got his shit together. Definitely, like, I, I do definitely think I picked, like, two of the normie dads, obviously. For sure. With Hugo with Hugo and Brian. But that's fine. I uh, Yeah, they're good dads. They're good dads. Great dads. They, they seem like good dads. Hugo's a little weird. The one thing I wanted to mention, though, with Damien, my only interact I didn't, again, didn't talk to him at all, but I did have quite an interaction with his son. Lucian. Because oh, okay. um, the second date with Matt is you go to a record store together. First date is the pup show. Second date is the record store. And you go and pick out some, you take like some stupid quiz and he tells you like some dumb indie band's album to pick out. And then he's like, do you want to like, smoke some weed and listen to these records nice like yeah totally so you go and you go and he's like well maybe the person at the record store has a hookup and her hookup is damien's son (laughs) and he fucking sells you oregano like full-on sells you oregano oh my god and he's like he's like you guys don't have any fucking clue to you here just give me ten dollars and take this and it's like uh okay and then you go back and matt rolls a joint and it's like why does it smell like a pizza parlor in here? Yeah, man. Why does it smell like a pizza parlor in here? Yeah. <laughs> he smokes it and he's like, ah, this is fine. This is definitely oregano. That fucking kid. <laughs> so that was the extent of my relations with Matt, uh, with Damien, but also with Matt. I yeah. guess that Andrew is eating pizza right now. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Why does it smell like a pizza parlor in there, dude? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So that, that was, I did end up getting two good endings, but not with the person I really wanted in the end. Right. Interesting. Right. What about you, Alphonse? Well, okay. So, um, I think I think it's interesting because like Andrew was very much going for, um, you know, whoever seemed the most interesting, not necessarily who you like liked the most. Um, who you liked the least? I feel like is what. Yeah, you, you were like a counter. Bit, yeah, yeah, almost because it was like I was so what the frig about everyone. You know what I mean? I was so confused. I had to find out more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, I, I guess it's, I should note that I'm the only one here who's not straight. True. Yeah. And yeah. So I, I was really coming at this from a place of like, okay, if I was this dude, like who, who actually would I want to date? Right. Um, and so I, I really like how there's like that barbecue scene and that, and you kind of get an intro with most of the dads beforehand. And then Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, here's the scene where you get to choose kind of like a couple of dads to hang out with specifically instead of to find out more about before you start dating. Yeah. It's like the bachelor. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Who's going to get the rose, man? Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Who's going to see your rosebud? (laughs) 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 Do you like that one, dad? That's a good one. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. So, uh, I was like, okay, 
who's who's cool and i i i knew i wasn't gonna like craig because just i'm just not oh, yeah. not a sports man um wait you're not really mm, eh, <laughs> nah are any of us devin played rugby one time yeah devin played some rugby i did for a couple years I like playing sports, especially like basketball, which is funny because I'm very short. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I like playing sports, but I'm not really like interested in them. I just like the activity. Um, right. And yeah, so I was like, OK, nah. And then Brian just seemed like like exhausting. Like I already hang out with Devin enough. I don't want to kiss him. <laughs> it's a thing. Yeah, it's a vibe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then um, I think I, I was like interested in hugo uh as well as like damien and robert um i had kind of already decided i wasn't super interested in uh joseph because just like oh man church stuff he's slimy he is it he's slimy yeah and like the only way that can go really is like hmm like this whole like weird dating thing i i will note that it seems to be like a mutually open thing because oh, yeah. like Mary is also like yeah Mary totally knows. hitting on dudes. No, no, no. See, th- this is the thing. Mary, and this is a bigger conversation to have. Mary, they say Mary never goes home with any of the guys. She goes and right. she hits on them and she has her fun and she drinks a lot, but she never goes home with any of them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like the it's something that the game makes explicit. True. I, I feel like that's more on her than like part of the arrangement, though. Right. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah, but like Mary full on knows because like if she's going that far, yeah, yeah. But I don't. I didn't know that Mary knew. Yeah, sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. I think in uh yeah in Joseph's story, I think second date or so, she kind of like hints that she knows what's going on. You know what I mean? Right, it's, right. It's kind of spicy. But what's funny is that I think all all the stories are kind of mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. So if you select some options in one story, it doesn't really bounce back and have a ripple yeah, effect yeah, right yeah. so yeah so there's times where i have i had like so i did the joseph story where you have the whole interaction with mary and it's kind of intense and you're kind of weird about it but then i do the robert thing yeah and it's a completely different kind of interaction with her i find she pops she pops up on second dates i think i think is what yeah, happens yeah. almost i i think that's kind of what they do but like i think i think she's the only character you can't date who's not like a kid so i think it's just interesting that she's just probably the most like interesting character you know what i mean because it's all just like it's all the dads their kids and then mary's like the one other character yeah i do really like her like just as a character she's cool yeah yeah so um where was i the reason you said the reason that you didn't date joseph so who so you dated who yeah so hugo and robert i went on uh robert damien and Hugo, uh, I went on the first date with Hugo because I was like, OK, I'm going to I'm going to try this out. Um, and I think like I, I was coming into it already kind of like eh, because there's a conversation between him and Matt uh, with one of the other dads is kind of just like off to the side. Oh, it's Craig. Craig is like off to the side and yeah. doesn't know what to say because they're having an argument about art and like whether or not you can compare art from different movements to each other and right i totally fall on the side that like matt is argument arguing in that case and i don't know i just found i i find i'm i'm very adverse 
because I care a lot about art, I'm I'm very bothered by like the like, oh, you can't compare these two things together or like uh, you can't objectively define art in any way. Like, I think I think objectivity in an art review is kind of like a vague thing and you can never have perfect objectivity, but it it just bothers me when someone like totally avoids the question of like having any objective opinions on an art thing. So like already I was kind of against Hugo with that. It's a very important point to make on this on this show, I think. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, yeah it's important to drive home that we don't think that a perfectly objective review can be done. Right. Even though we try. Yeah, cuz I think we should try. And I mean, well, nothing can be nothing can be perfectly objective because you always have like your your objective opinion is always informed by other knowledge that you have or don't have. Yeah, you only have your own perception, really. You also go to the you also go to the art gallery at one point with Hugo yeah. and Damien. And that was what made me be like, okay, I'm not even going to bother with the second date. That's fair. Cuz there's like a part where like someone some guy is like making fun of the the abstract art and like me i'm like oh yeah man get him yeah and hugo's like <laughs> oh yeah yeah and i just i was like okay i'm out that's valid yeah and i was like okay and then i don't know with matt i i went on i okay so i had gone on a date on the first date with matt uh like a year or two ago when i first got this game right um and then kind of fell off of the playing the game and it was just like he's like a little too much like like band indie nerd for me and I he's was like, too much in your face about it he's like i know about music do you fucking know that i yeah, know about music yeah. and he doesn't shut the fuck up about it and that's what turned me it's off. it's kind like, of obnoxious yeah it's really obnoxious and he's like yeah you know i was in a fucking band and we traveled all over the country me and my wife and like yeah but uh, now you know we settled that yeah drove me nuts yeah yeah for sure it, it's yeah it's maybe like he's a little overwritten towards that angle to a degree. Yeah, maybe. No, I don't um, know. He's probably written exactly the right amount to be that person, on, that yeah, real honestly. person that we know, you know? He's like true. He's this meme. Oh, Andrew's showing us a meme. Oh, oh dude. he's showing us a meme. They don't know this song is... <laughs> no, that's no, that's me, actually. <laughs> but I don't keep... But he's like, do you know about fucking armchair voiceover they were a band that existed for a year and a half actually it was 17 months not a year and a uh. half between 1993 and 1995 and they actually put out four albums in that time but i don't know if you can call them albums because one of them was um it was like an xp like an extra play so like it's to that's the vibe that Matt gives, and it's like, that's dude, terrible. I don't fucking care. And one of their EPs was just that. them squeezing a cat for five minutes, like, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. The metalheads love it. Um, it's a good one. I'll put okay. the, the reverb on that for you, Andrew. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. So, um, but yeah. So Robert, though. Yeah. Yeah. So I. I basically ended up going on dates with uh, Robert and Damien kind of back and forth. Um, right. So, yeah, I really like Robert. Like, he's he's uh, the gruff, you know, you're kind of like, he's like the edgy dad. And then I feel like, uh, I feel like I 
was expecting to like Damien a lot less than I did as like, I got to know him um, because he just like from, from the bat, it's like, okay, this guy's like kind of cringy with like all the, the bat. Cause he's a vampire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good one. Nice. Good joke. I made. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Um, yeah. But I think the fact that he like actually knows what he's talking about, about Victorian shit makes it, makes it go from this angle of like, Oh, this dude like wears a cape and top hat in public type vibe, which like reminds me of like my cringy teenage years. And then like, yep. I feel like, um, I feel like the fact that he actually knows what he's talking about is really endearing and it makes him seem more like just someone who's really passionate about stuff. And I think that that's a really attractive like feature for a person's personality to just be to just be like unabashedly a fan of something. Yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, like passionately informed about it as well. Right. But you said the opposite about Matt. I said the opposite about Matt. True. Yeah, but it's it feels performative with Matt. Like it, it feels like he's trying to be cool. Yeah. If you don't shut the fuck up about it, like, you know, you can know lots and have lots of information going on. And it's not like you don't, if you don't jump on every opportunity to bring it up, you know? And I I think it's very endearing how Damien is almost like kind of embarrassed by it as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, that's different. Yeah. And then like, as it kind of went on, uh, you go on that, that first date, um, and, I forget if it was with the first date or even just like a thing before that, like a little side thing. But Damien has like this fucking Naruto X Sasuke fanfic in his fucking library that you like start to read. Like literally it's like and then Naruto was chained up and it's just like, oh shit. Okay. What a big fucking weird nerd. And like I was immediately like, okay, I like this guy because he's a fucking you're into that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love Naruto I and Sasuke. <laughs> I know you do. But I, I just thought it was like, it was so funny. And he like grabs it out of your hand. And he's like, oh, don't look at that. <laughs> um, that's, that's yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. And then on top of that, like he seems to have like a really understanding and good relationship with his kid, even though his kid's like kind of a shit. But he's I don't know. They have a good dynamic. And I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, see, and that's, there's something about Hugo and his kid as well. Yeah. I mean, his kid's a piece of shit. I don't want to get too much into that because that's, like, it's kind of a minor thing, but his kid, like, shows up a variety of times. So he actually shows up at the end of Damien's uh, third date along with Hugo. Um, Oh. Because basically Damien works, like, he volunteers at this, like, uh, pet shelter, and um, this dog goes missing. Uh, what's the dog's name? It's like lady something. Yeah, it's it's like princess or lady something something like gross. But anyways, they, they go missing uh, because this dog is apparently it's a mastiff and it's able to open doors uh, because it's very smart. And you spend that date basically looking around town trying to find this dog. And eventually you come back to the cul-de-sac and Hugo's door is wide open. So you break into his or go into his house, I guess. You don't really break since the door is open, um, but you enter into his house <laughs> and the dog is there and you have to um, you have to actually like tempt the dog using the the 
banana bread Kennedys uh, that you get from Matt. Oh, that's funny. What? And the dog, like, you know, comes over to you and is calming down and everything. Uh, But then Ernest walks into the room holding a plate of pizza rolls and gets fucking tackled by the dog. That's amazing. But he ends up he ends up feeding the dog uh, a pizza roll and the dog really likes him. And he asks his dad if he can keep him. And it's like, I guess the first time in a while that Ernest has called his dad dad. So Hugo like oh. agrees and shit and they they keep the dog and it's it's very cute. But it's nice because then at the barbecue, Hugo kind of like thanks you and it's like, yeah, things are going well. So it was nice. Yeah. Damien was the best. Yeah. Damien's great. He's just you know, a, a nice lad. See, this is I, I can't speak to it, but I there's something I wanted to mention that um, about Robert, which is at the very beginning, you the first night there, I decided to go to the bar for a drink to watch the game. Yeah, the game. I don't know. If, I don't know if you guys did this, but you meet Robert there and he's just like, well, first you meet Mary who hits on you. And so I bought her a drink. Why not? Yeah. Um, and then you meet Robert, who's just like sitting there slamming his whiskey as he does. And then. He's like, so you go in my way. And then you have the option to go back with him to his apartment. And so I went back to with him to his apartment. Um, and it's like the screen goes black and it's like, oh, he undoes my belt, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, so are we doing this or what? And I picked no. But apparently if you pick yes, that's like, that's it. That's the end of that storyline. You can't yep. go further with Robert from there. And it's just like the game. It's like a slap in the face to the game that you just fucked this guy because it was like yeah he just he just wanted you know it makes sense afterwards because i go you know you go into robert and it, it's like he just wanted some release he just wanted the physical he wanted to nut the physical thing he wanted a nut dude <laughs> sometimes you got a nut what are you gonna do you're gonna shame a guy for wanting a nut no you're not <laughs> no nut december uh, no <laughs> yeah. Do- donut december actually <laughs> Oh um, I call it I actually I actually call it nut November. Yeah, you just November. never stop just nutting. Nut. <laughs> you just nut. I just call it nut. Never no, just nut one time. Never not you nutting eat November. Eat as many different nuts as you can. Cashews, peanuts. Cashews <laughs> cashews, peanuts is exactly Almonds. what I was gonna say, you fucker. Brazil nuts. So yeah, and then on the other hand, we have Robert who uh who like i i found really interesting because he's you know he's he's the dangerous guy like you never know what's going on yeah you're gonna gonna go do some crimes you're gonna throw some rocks through a fucking car and get drunk in a parking lot and like i think it's a great idea yeah that fucking rules honestly like i i think that those were a lot of fun because like i don't know i feel like it's important for everyone to do crimes sometimes just to do bad shit to like keep from just being fucking boring like yeah do crime be gay do crimes be gay do crimes literally robert is be that gay, do crimes yeah we endorse this i'm Absolutely. not telling you to do you know something serious there's a song by a particular spoken word artist that alphonse and i listened to that where it's, that says you shouldn't steal if there's a direct victim yeah I think that's a great mantra to live by. You know, mantra. Yeah. But I think that's great. Like, just go fucking steal something. (laughs) Yeah, man. Just steal from Walmart. Steal from Walmart. 
If you can, honestly, if you can steal from Walmart without the thing going beep, 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 but nobody ever checks when I walk out of there and it beeps. Yeah, you know, it's probably so just So why even have them? They're like, you're good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks, buddy. Thanks a lot. See you later. It's like, you don't know if I paid for that. And then you pull that fucking PS5 out of your pants. Yeah. Is that a <laughs> PS5 in your pants? Or are you just happy to see me? Ooh. Oh, it's a PS5 in my pants. I'm stealing it. You're good. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> you're good. Oh, thanks. It's not like they can fucking stop you anyways. No. <laughs> yeah, um, you're right that Robert... Robert's a very intriguing man. There's there's a lot there there are many layers to to him and it, he was also the one that I thought you really had to work at to get like it, I I felt I was of two minds about Robert because he, what he wanted was very obvious to me. It was obvious the right choices, the right text choices to pick. It's like right. I order whiskey, I order another whiskey, I say nothing. Yeah. Cool. Now I got, now I'm on a second date. This is great. But then as that went on, those decisions got harder and harder to pick out. And specifically with the third date, when it's like, oh God, when you're keeping this paranormal investigator shit going and you're like, I have to get his name. Was it Daniel? Was it Davis? Was it Donnie or whatever the fuck? You're like, shit. And I was able to get all of those, but I'm like, it has like the, the greatest, the most like exponential difficulty curve. Yeah, yeah. And there's no, I think with Robert, there is no, um, oh, there is a mini game. There's the whittling mini game. Yeah, yeah. I hated that. It was oh, so it was nothing, ass. honestly. No, because it's just like, you think that turning it's going to do something, it doesn't. Oh, it's a pain in the ass. You just you, go. You just click and okay. wave your fucking mouse. It goes for so long. You always think it's done and it's not. Yeah, yeah, way too long. That's a thumbs down. That one, and I also didn't like the uh, fish matching. With Brian. I don't know if either of you experienced that. Fish matching. You go fishing, obviously. obviously, Yeah, you go fishing and it's like just a grid, like old school, just a grid with different types of fish in it. And it's like match up three fish. But the like slight movement and like the watery movement of the background made it impossible to fucking see. And all the fish were like the same greens and browns. And it was like, (laughs) holy fuck. And I had a really hard time just matching up fucking fish. But all you had to do was click it and pull it, like pull the hook. And it's like you're catching fish. All right. And it, uh, it was really, really difficult. Anybody who's played this game. Which I hope you've played it because otherwise this this episode will be nothing to you. It'll be like, what yeah. the fuck are they telling? Anybody who's played it and dated Brian, you're probably better at mashing stuff up than I am. Yeah, he's like, that's a sea bass. Devin's uh, Devin's also, not visually skilled. I'm not. I'm blind. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I don't know about you guys, but I uh, I would read some of the text aloud, and I ended up coming up with voices for all of them. Okay. Or at least for the the dads that I. I mean, I've done my Robert voice and I've done my Brian voice. Those are my two that I've got. Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was that gave me a real sense of like understanding these people's personalities. Yeah. Understanding who they were, where they were coming from was developing, developing a voice for them in in my head and out loud. I really like that. Yeah, that's awesome. And they do have the little voice clips, too. Yeah. Well, that's that's what helped it. Yeah. I wanted to mention that, like, sometimes those feel a little like inappropriate at times just because they have like so few of them to use and sometimes like the way the audio mixes together they can feel like weirdly abrupt just like um definitely it's a it's a small aesthetic complaint specifically but, the uh, specifically robert's i don't know 
was one that got me a lot. I was like, that's ah, not yeah, even yeah. related to what, like, what don't you know, buddy? I don't fucking know what you don't know. Yeah. What do you need to know? Yeah. I, who knows? Well, do you want to get into more of like the, uh, I guess the technical aspects of it, like the, uh, the artsy aspects of it? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. One of the first things that caught me off, not caught me off guard, but stood out to me was how like distinct the lighting was on the character versus like the backgrounds, the settings. I really didn't like a lot of the backgrounds. They're all like weird and soft lit. Mm. I don't know if you've, if you notice that everything's kind of like, you know, soft filtered and almost like a little bit blurry and weird. That's fair. That contrast was just like, from a stylistic point of view was something I really disliked about this, the art style in this game. I thought a lot of like all the drawing was really well done, but that specific lighting choice was a design choice that was like, ugh. And it made it, it made things look a lot less appealing to me. I don't know if either of you thought that. I didn't really notice it, honestly, but I, I think I might have, this This might be a case of like, my ex- expectations were already being like met and kind of surpassed. Right. Because like, I don't play a lot of like visual novel shit because like, honestly, a lot of it is like cringy anime garbage. Yeah. Um, that's, that's too deep in the anime hole for even me. Yeah, of course. But like a lot of those games kind of use like default, like really, really like boilerplate backgrounds and you'll see the same background of like a school or like a fucking a road, (laughs) like it's just some street Yeah, in like five different games. Oh, okay. And it, it, I think since it wasn't that I was like, oh, okay, these are cool. Like these look better than that, but like, you're not wrong. If you go and look specifically, um, like the living room did it and the, um, wherever you stand outside when you, when you run into Craig the first time Mm. that those two in in particular were like, ah, I really don't like the way that it just, it's just all kind of filtered out. It's like, there's a film, like a white film over it. It's not nice looking. True. I think to a degree it's like. I think they were trying to separate it from the layer of like the characters to put the focus on them. Oh yeah, they but yeah, like definitely it's just not done it, well. Yeah, yeah. I think and I think with like how rendered out the characters are anyways, like you don't really need to do that. Yeah. But in contrast to that, I mean the the writing, obviously it has to be good in a game like this. Mm-hmm. In order for it to even be playable to get through, the writing Absolutely. has to be good. So it, there's not that much to yeah. say about the writing other than like, yeah, the puns are good. I really like the dad tips. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like dadmazon. Dadmazon. I think I think that sometimes there is a tendency in the writing to like, like it's very funny, but occasionally it kind of over explains its jokes. Um, and Fair. Okay. I feel like a little more confidence in its writing in its joke writing specifically would go a long way. I think in its emotional writing, like stuff where it's actually dealing with serious themes, I think it does a really great job of covering those. Um, but I think the jokes in particular are like, they're good jokes. They're like soft blows. Yeah. They were like, laugh your butt off. They were like, ah, but it's consistently ah. funny. Like it's consistently yeah. like getting a little chuckle every like couple minutes. What do you what do you mean that they over explain them? Like I can't think of any examples where they over explained it. it. It's hard to explain and maybe not over explain is like the the best way to state it. But I, I feel like um, sometimes they they don't go as hard on a joke as like you would want. 
because it almost feels like they want to make oh. sure that everyone gets it. Right. Oh, a, you know what? A good example of that that's like an intersection with what I was saying about Matt is um, the Americano football. Okay. So if you go there after, I th- it's the second time you go there. I th- it must be your second date with him. It's, yeah, he's like, what what drink do you want? And I ordered the Americano football. And then the other person who's there, um, who is the merch person from the pup show, actually, I, or somebody doesn't get the joke. And he's like, oh, American football is an emo band that like was pretty cool. And they put out one album. And then a decade later, they put out another album. And then there's like pretty cool trumpets and stuff. And it's like, yeah, uh, on its. But that like, that's an example of what you're talking about. But it's also an example of the thing I hated so much about Matt. Yeah. It's like, just leave it and let yeah. the people get the joke. But also, yeah, you've done yeah. it in a way that is useful to the story to make this guy that over-explain-y kind of guy. Yeah. And reference jokes are hard to land, too. They like are. Things when it's like, if yeah. you have to make the joke, so it's like, if you know, if you get the reference, you really get it. But if you don't get the reference, you get an idea of how that person is that you're explaining or something, you know what I mean? By doing a good enough mm-hmm. job setting it up. But that's a hard thing to do. Right. And like, you already know that all the shit in his cafe is named after bands. So you shouldn't have yeah. to explain that. No. Yeah. And I, I there's also um, on uh, Damien's first date, you go to the school because uh, his son, Lucian, is cask of a Montalago uh, in earnest. Like he's he's trying to seal him in a fucking room oh. in the basement. Nice. And Ernest doesn't notice for like a half hour or some shit that that's what he's doing. Ernest um, is fucked. But it Ernest is pretty fucked. He pulls a knife on you in Robert's fucking uh story. Or he like tries to fight you or yeah, something. Yeah, but then Robert's yeah. like, okay, it's gonna be fucking Queensboro rules only. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> And they're like, oh, yeah, no, yeah. I don't. And he's like, yeah, I didn't know what any of that fucking shit is. But if you start <laughs> making rules, people will be scared. I'm like, yeah, that's a <laughs> yeah. vibe. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. R- Robert has like uh, all these like weird little surprising bits of character depth. Like um, there's actually I got invited by Craig to go to a dinner at Robert's house. And Craig was nervous about it. And yeah. wanted To have like a. A buddy with him yep. and then fucking robert just like whips out this like crazy spanish french like cuisine fantastic shit dinner. and you're just like okay <laughs> yeah like i cook a lot i think uh i don't know about andrew but me and devin both cook a lot and i had to look up what those dishes were like i was I like no i don't clue. even know what the fuck that do you is. remember what they were like what the what the names of the dishes were no i can't i can't it's gone <laughs> <laughs> so okay going back to like i guess the the technical side of things yes i think my i think really like my only complaints about this game other than like those small technical issues we brought up are like not really issues with the game but this genre in general right Uh, andrew mentioned how like there's no like he did one person's date and then another person's date and like mary didn't seem to be aware of like the fact that both dates had happened. Right. Like, uh, there's very little interaction or like cross story stuff. There's no, no ripple effects. Yeah. And that's very typical of like this, like dating sim visual novel genre. Like there's not often, uh, kind of contingency lines to connect things. They're like little episodes, right? Where each one 
you yeah. know, nothing really depends on anything else. The only thing this the story depends on is your decisions in like in a certain situation. Like all of your decisions yeah, yeah. in on all of your dates with whoever are going to affect that person yeah. and like the people in their bubble. But yeah. even if, and Mary's a great example because she's in a few different ones, obviously, right? So even if you make a mm-hmm. bunch of decisions with Joseph, those decisions aren't going to affect the decisions that you make with Robert related to Mary as well. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that, I mean, I haven't played any other games like this. I don't think that that's necessarily a problem if you're viewing it as little episodes. You know what I mean? But this is supposed mm-hmm. to be like, this person's life but it's also not like a life simulator it's a dating simulator so i i do think to a degree that it is like a social simulator and there isn't really yeah like and and on a more meta sense like i think if we're gonna think about these as games which like i i would say they are oh yeah there's like people who argue that um I think that like they're very simple if they don't have those kind of mechanics and the fact that like the genre hasn't really moved forward in any way because it's so niche that like this is what's expected and no one really expects it to be changed. I I think I think I would I would really enjoy if there was more gameplay depth by having those kind of ripples because yeah like just having that is the gameplay when you get down to it Yeah, just having more consequences. Having consequences on a larger yeah. scale, right? That that really matter. Like it would be funny yeah. to me if they like say if you were doing one dad's story, and say he had a thing with another dad, and he you had dated that dad or something. He found out, and he was like, "Oh man, like you know, you had a thing with Craig. I can't be with you, man." Kind of stuff like that, and yeah. then that would kind of blindside you too, and you'd be like, "Oh shit, I didn't know." Yeah. How, I thought, I, I don't know, you know, stuff like that. Right, like, like if you did something, if you had a bad first date with somebody, they went and yeah. got with, you know, somebody Told, else, yeah. and then you couldn't get back with that other person or something. Yeah. Right? But then at the yeah, same time, yeah. that, like, if you if you have too many of those, that significantly narrows your... Yeah. And that makes sense, too, because it's all like, oh, you live in the cul-de-sac? I live in the cul-de-sac. We all live in the cul-de-sac. And so there is this yeah. thing of, like, everybody knows everybody. Everybody talks all the time. And so you would think... Yeah. So it's almost like you you are involved here, right? But And all these people know each other, but nobody gossips. Yeah. Like, gossip in this neighborhood doesn't exist. Everybody is like, we get together for poker, and that is what we do. And... I ran into Mary. Oh, you're at the bar with Mary. Here I am with Mary. And then if you talk to somebody else, that's really what it comes down to is there's no gossip. And if there was gossip, yeah, the level of difficulty in development and writing goes up a lot. But the payoff. Oh, yeah. The payoff for like yeah. properly riding those waves and, and too chummy. Yeah. I think yeah. that need that more drama. Need more drama. You need more drama. Yeah. The, dra- the drama is too derived directly from individual instances and decision-making with a, a, a person, one person, mm-hmm. instead of like spread out yeah. properly over multiple people. I think they nailed the emotional stuff in this game, but really, like you said, there's there's they, they really land on that emotional thing and dad joke thing a lot, but it's kind of like there's not a, enough. Stuff. Like I think the, uh, the Joseph storyline is the most filled with the drama though because of the the cheating and stuff like that so i yeah. think i got some of it from that but i think there's no dad versus dad drama which is what i wanted <laughs> yeah that's yeah, fair true no beef i i i feel like i'm not really like missing drama i just wish that there was more 
more gameplay to be had out of it more girth you know more to do yeah uh, yeah i i want yeah. more of like the broader you know, not longer the fucking murder mystery thread like uh, the poster with the like you know all the threads yeah on yeah, it. yeah i want i want the charlie, the charlie day, day looking meme. back with the fucking yeah <laughs> i want that for sure you know i want to be standing yeah. there with my cigarette like this is it oh fuck I didn't know Matt yeah. and Craig. How could I have possibly known? I would never thought those two would be together. Yeah. And then yeah. and then it comes out. And yeah, but you're right. But I think having those uh, story elements automatically force gameplay to happen. Yeah, yeah. So if you have one, you have the other by default. Yeah. And, and there are some games that are kind of branching into that now. Um, games like Hades recently came out. And it's not a dating sim or anything, but it does have these story elements and they're all there. There's like an insane amount of dialogue in that game. That's just there for contingencies of like, Oh, you did this thing already. This person you're talking to is going to comment on it. Right. Yeah. Just makes you feel like you're immersed in a world where things are happening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Disco Elysium is also another strong example, but it, it suffers, uh, it suffers from having to have a, uh, larger price tag like something that i would say is like a double a price tag around 40 bucks huh. um because it took so much more development time because like we talk about how it would be cool to put those things in but it does really like it massively bloats your budget yeah well i mean well. if you've got a you know if you have to spend the time to make all of those contingencies a reality you know just i mean just debugging alone yeah, it's both writing and programming and testing. Like, all of those are going to be uh, exponentially affected by it. That's right. And I mean, if if you have a situation where, you know, you make a bad decision, like, I would like for there to always be the possibility of having a good outcome. But if mm-hmm. you have too many of those, there has to be the possibility of total failure and all the ads hate you. Yeah. There has to be that possibility. And I don't think that possibility is here. Like... I mean, I guess you could play through, not get anybody's good ending because you did shit on all the dates. But in the end, yeah, what happens? You just don't do good on the dates, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not really an interesting end state. It's just kind of a nothing end state. No. And actually that ending, like, so Andrew, did you get the good ending with Amanda as well? Um, I think so. Like she goes to college and stuff. She has like her going away party, graduation party. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know there's a bad ending. So like that, I didn't know there was other endings after until um until I finished Robert's storyline, and then I think I found out I can't remember how, but then I think maybe I looked up something and I was like, oh, there's other storylines. But yeah, I didn't know I didn't know until right now that there's another story ending for Amanda. Well, so I when I was um just logging into it, this is actually it ended up being a very small spoiler for me because uh, we were sharing Alphonse's copy of this, and when I logged in, it was like, it said who had recently played. And it was like achievement, get Amanda's good ending achievement, get the Robert ending. And so I was like, Oh, that's what I was like. Okay. So there must be an, a bad Amanda ending, but I don't know what that is. I guess it's just like, if you make the wrong decisions with her, you, you know, you significantly forget who her friends are. You don't say the right shit to make her feel good. Like all that stuff would just yeah. end up her being like, I'm wallowing and depressed and my marks aren't good and everybody hates me and my dad hates me especially and now I'm going to fucking kill myself. (laughs) Oof. Yes. Oh, something actually, I think we were talking about a bit at the start of the podcast, but I wanted to pick up a a bit back from it. Similar to this though, I like how they really emphasize your relationship with Amanda and that's at the forefront. And then they go off to show how you're also this other guy 
who's even though you're a dad, you're still dating these other dads. Yeah. But how you see the other dads is kind of the opposite. You see them as the relationship prospects first, and then dads second, almost. You know what I mean? Because all of us have almost yeah. at the start of this, we said we almost forgot that they were dads for some of them, right? Well, I mean, that's very yeah. much like real life as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I think I think they did a good job doing that. Yeah. You always think of your your self first in relation to that person. Yeah. Right. So it's always like, how does that um, and that, you know, it goes into like the six degrees of separation thing. And maybe that is like an argument that could be made against why there aren't more of those threads, because it's all from the perspective of like, what's your relationship with these individuals just as individuals? And then secondly, what their own lives are, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I keep farting. Yeah. (laughs) Classic dad. Classic. So is it good? Andrew, so I guess we didn't really say why we gave you this. Um, Yeah. So here's here's the thing. You had uh, kind of requested when we decided to have you on. You're like, please don't give me a movie. I don't really watch movies. And I'm certainly not going to. It sounded like, you know, you're basically like, I'm certainly not going to get the same amount of enjoyment out of like sitting down watching a movie and really trying to analyze it and squeeze all the juice out of it. And we're like, okay, that's fine. And Alphonse had like a short film he was suggesting maybe giving and like we had a few options. Uh, And in the end, I was just kind of like, wait a minute, let's give him Dream Daddy, because this is a thing that I've been aware of, but haven't played. So it'd be an opportunity for me to play it. Alphonse has played it and like knows a little bit about it. It's fairly well yeah. known right now. Never beat it before. Yeah, I knew yeah, about it. I knew about it. And so we we're just like, this is going to be a fun thing that's like relatively yeah. low commitment. It's interactive. So it's not like you're sitting down and just like, you know, staring at a, 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 a screen and trying to absorb it or analyze it. So, yeah, it was purely from yeah. a, a, a level of fun and level of commitment that we wanted to give you this. And I think it was I thought it was a good option. I think so. it was great. Yeah, tell tell us yeah. your analysis. What's your? Yeah, yeah. So I, it's this is an interesting one, you know, because for me, I I have I'm an interesting gamer. I don't I don't say I'm like a gamer, you know, but I'm like, but I, I like video games. But for the most part, I like like very like single player games, something I just like do on my own. But I also like fast paced things where it's like when I'm playing a video game, I'm like in it you know what i mean like it's like i'm doing stuff i'm running around yeah, doing yeah. things so this to you me you like was, like the souls games for yeah. for example yeah like just very actiony stuff not not shooters but like third person game like third person hmm. rpg crap like just stuff like that but so for me yeah. this this was a i think i really enjoyed like and okay another thing i really don't like about games too is like you said Devin, cutscenes. cut scenes yeah and like text yeah. text oh, sometimes me. yeah so like i hate to like like and so that's why when Alphonse says Soul Series, there's like next to no dialogue. It's just like oh yeah, bye, get get fucked, like go. You know what I mean? So just go. That, so that that to me is like picture perfect. Like you, there's you're not talking every now and then you see guys like hey buddy, blah, 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 you know what I mean? But in this game, it was very much just oh the beasts. Yeah. So I I really enjoyed this game and I really thought it was fun and I was like laughing. Oh yeah, it was a good time and I liked the story and I think they really nailed the like emotional aspect of it and i really like how you guys pointed out too like they weren't like they weren't overtly like this is a gay dad dating game it was very much like a very like just fucking they they it was really well, just natural every all the relationships and, felt really natural and cool and stuff like that and they were all kind of different too and i think um i think like kind of on the flip side of it not being super in your face about it it also like it doesn't treat it like 
oh, every one of the dads has to be like, oh, let me tell you. Yeah. I'm I'm secretly gay. I'm gay. Like, it's just like, yeah, it's normal. Yeah. It, it's, it doesn't. Which is how it should be. You know what I mean? Which is why I loved about it so much. Yeah. It, it's very comfortable. Yeah, exactly. On that same, like, thread, I wanted to ask, well, very, uh, first of all, Amanda always points out, like, I really want you to make friends, dad. And she always says, I want you to make friends. Um, but I also wanted to ask at the beginning when it says, oh, yeah, this is a picture of your and it says mom or dad. Oh, yeah. What did you guys pick for that? Dad. I picked mom. I picked dad as well. Yeah. All right. OK, just curious. Anyway, yeah, con- continue. But yeah, so I think I think my um, the only times like I, I enjoyed the game. I probably played like five or six hours of it, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it was enough. Yeah. And then um. So I played like a decent, not like a lot. That's not like a lot by any means, right? But it was like, I don't know how much more I could do like beyond that because it was kind of like, yeah. I felt like I kind of got what I needed to get out of the game. after I, Even after two dates, you're kind of like, okay, I kind of get it. But then I went for the third and was yeah. like, okay, okay, I get it. You know what I mean? I felt And those I third dates are great. Full. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I really enjoyed how much of a payoff the third date was because it's like, Hey, you know, things get pretty serious. Don't know what's going to happen after the third date because that's like, this is the step that you take towards ending the game. And it makes that pretty obvious, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I think, I think my biggest, my biggest gripe with the game is just that some, like it really didn't happen often. Like I really like, I really hate text, reading text in games. I don't like it. Yeah. So so, like, I really actually like thoroughly enjoy playing this, which is, I was surprised by because I was like, there's going to be so much reading, but there's a few points I think where I kind of was just blasting through the the dialogue. I was like, yeah, "Yeah, Yeah. this isn't adding this. I, this, I, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, I think in Damien's, a couple of Damien's early dates and maybe at one point during the, uh, the tour that you go on with Robert, I think I might've been like, Oh my God, like a bit of just dialogue fatigue, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, what would have made this game is if it was just like the same game, but instead of it just being dialogue, it was more like a Sims thing where you could just walk around. I think yeah, if it was just this cool. little like that would have been so nice. Just anything else that you could do to interact. If there was like just like a thing you could see people and you could just move around. I think that would have locked me in a bit more. And that's the thing. It's just with the genre, right? Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. this game is. So to me, I think it's more like a genre issue of like, I just cannot do the walls of text for a while. And like, it wasn't that it was yeah. walls of text, but sometimes it was like, oh, you know, it's a lot. It's most of the of the content. Exactly, text. exactly. So yeah. I don't I don't even know how I would maybe we'll get to my rating after. We'll just zoom around sure, and we'll figure sure. out what we Okay. <laughs> I actually I wanted to ask a quick question. Yes. Um that I probably should have asked beforehand. But who was who was your favorite dad out of all of them? Damien. Yeah, it it was Devin, do you want to go first? No, I'll just go when I do my is it good. Okay. Uh I think I think like it it was tough for me to choose between Damien Robert. Because it was almost like, okay, one one of them's a top and one of them is a bottom, like for sure. <laughs> and it and it they're both they're both kind of dark and mysterious in some way. And I was just like, pick one. I can't fucking choose. So I, I literally like flipped heads or tails and was just like, okay, Robert first, I guess. <laughs> wow, I love it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> see, my my. I actually didn't like Brian that much. I just wanted to, since I went on two dates with him, I just well, wanted to- Well, you hate to, yourself. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty like self-deprecating. <laughs> um, I really, really liked Hugo. So neither of you guys dated Hugo. So his thing is obviously he's a school teacher. 
budget cuts. He has to teach middle school and high school both. And so he's your daughter's teacher. And he's also these teaching these shitty fucking like middle school kids. And there's this one kid that keeps coming up whose name's Colin. And he always, he's a fucking absolute maniac and he keeps, he's driving Hugo nuts the whole time. And so, um, you go on your second date, you go to like trivia night and you do trivia and you find out that Hugo's a big wrestling fan because there's a category about wrestling and he's like, boom, boom, boom. And just nailing these fucking questions. And it's like, whoa. So for the third date, you get him wrestling tickets and you go to this wrestling thing. And it's this big character moment of like, yeah, you know, like this is an interest I have that I can't ever tell anybody about because nobody will take me seriously or they'll make fun of me for it because everybody thinks I'm a big bookworm. And so it was this thing of like, yeah, he's just kind of like your average teacher, just, you know, putting up with shithead kids. But then once the third date came around, I was like, no, this guy, like similar to your, um, how you felt about Damien Alphonse with like, he, he has a genuine passion for something. And I was like, I mean, I don't fucking like wrestling personally, but yeah, this, it was really endearing to see this, like this person in their element like out of one element that you know them yeah. for and in a totally different element that they are like, fuck yes. And then d- during the date, you run into these shitty kids and yeah, ha- you like part of it is like you have to hide from them and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it's a whole thing. But yeah, so Hugo yeah. is still my favorite and I wish I got his ending and I'm probably going to go back and try to get the good ending with Hugo. That honestly like makes me more interested to like go through his uh, storyline, honestly. Oh, you should do it. Because I'm... I don't really like watch wrestling, but I find wrestling very interesting, like conceptually. Right. And just like the weird trivia around it. And yeah. It's, it's weird, goofy shit. What's uh, yeah. what's your rating, Alphonse? Okay. So th- this is difficult because like, you know, I-, I like to come at games from a very like objective standpoint. And I kind of have like a pretty rigid set of what I want from a game. And this like really doesn't fulfill those but it's only because of the genre that it is right i think to a degree like i i've talked about how i i always want something to be like either really nailing the genre that it's doing or to be like building something new upon it Mm -hmm. while i think that this game doesn't like technic like on a technical level uh build on the genre i think it does like writing and thematically wise because there aren't really a lot of gay dating sims that aren't like some like anime yaoi shit where like go fuck it's not really a good representation of like gay people and it's right and it's also very like aimed at like a female audience which like fair yeah you know like the the main character in those games is almost always a girl um so it, it yeah it's i think that it moves it forwards writing wise and writing is like very important to this genre. So I think while like while I have my hurdles with the dating sim and visual novel genre, I think that this game is is quite good. I think the writing um, is like really charming, even if I, I expressed like some issues with explaining its jokes a bit more. And like, I just wish it was a little more confident with that angle. Mm-hmm. It, it like the the emotional moments the emotional beats of this story like really did affect me and like i think we're really honest and um yeah you know like i i had a real emotional reaction to it and i i wasn't really expecting that from a game right. called dream daddy yeah um, i agree with that uh pretty strongly actually yeah i i had some i had some teary eyes at points you know wow 
it was it was real good it's okay you know you should be you should be uh, comfortable with crying yeah, yeah exactly um yeah i think i would give i think objectively i would give this a seven classic because <laughs> yeah classic classic um, just because I do think that it's like moving the genre forward a bit and it like that would be enough to get it like a five or whatever. But then I think it also like nails some things technically like it's uh, it's art style and like it has like some really fun music that we didn't really get into. But um, yeah, and, and just the writing quality in general is quite high. Um, so I'd give it a seven there and then. I think like as someone who's not straight and like there isn't like a lot of representation for this sort of material, it I, I definitely rate it a bit higher as well on an uh, on a personal scale. Right. I think I'd give it about an eight. Okay. Yeah, I think the the writing, like I said, is like really, really effective. Um and like all the mini games really break up the uh the gameplay and like yeah i know you guys were like harshing on the the whittling thing and like it really is nothing but even just having that like different task to do yeah, it's something interactive yeah yeah and I, I liked how all the characters had like uh a lot of depth to them um and like in unexpected ways so yeah yeah i, I like this game quite a bit I, I definitely agree with a lot of that i mean i don't actually have much to add from a positive stance like I, I think i agree with a lot of what you said i don't have i don't have any experience with other dating sims or visual novels at all really yeah it's just not well for obviously for reasons aforementioned about text generally not that i don't like to yeah. read i just don't want that from a game it's not what i look for in yeah. a game right so you would get a book yeah so what, yeah, what's, yeah what's really surprising about that is like we talked about the referential humor and if you get it you get it and if you don't you don't and i got it all which means yeah. for me this is great that's a great bump because it's not like i was like what the fuck is an americano yeah what what is that is that a drink yeah absolutely. i got the drinks yeah, and yeah. the bands um and that was good and so yeah like mechanically i thought like uh, i don't really have anything to compare it to so i was like this is just it is what it is the art the like art style i thought was really good it would like kind of walked this this line of almost being like anime with its line work but then a lot of like the character designs themselves weren't it's like anime. disney anime it's almost like disney it's, anime. it's very well it's very um kind of like tumblr e like it's uh yeah. it's the style of artwork that you see on like tumblr and instagram yep. though with more of a masculine tilt to it than most of that does um which you know is obviously appropriate when you're talking about like it's kind of like more sharp it's like more angular yeah yeah, yeah. like there are like defined jaw bones and stuff like they they have actual face shapes rather than like kind of a one general shape yeah, so I really liked, you know, just the character design. Obviously, like, the building your dad, that was just a fun... The way that they've yeah, done yeah. that and, like, the options that they gave, which we didn't really talk about, but you can see our dads on Instagram. Um, I just liked that whole that whole layout, and I thought it was funny and cute. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I, I think, yeah, objectively, I would also probably give this a seven. And yep. there's a bit of a, like, a... We always... We make fun of each other now for giving everything sevens, but it's like there's a bit of a glass yeah. ceiling. And... 
In, yeah, yeah. And in like teaching and being a TA and marking papers and stuff, I'm like, you got to work at it if you want an A. You got to work if to get an eighty yeah. percent to get into that range is like there has to be something that I'm like, yeah, you really hit that fucking mark. Little and little special something. You're one of those guys. I am. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> That's my teaching style. Is this paper good? <laughs> no. Can we can we review a paper, Devin? Can you give me a paper for one of them? Yeah, I'll give you a fucking student, an anonymous student's paper to review. <laughs> Dare you? Anyway, so yeah, so I think I'm gonna give this a seven. Um, it's like a, it's a B. It gets a B rating. Yeah, for me, uh, same because it's not my style of game, but I really did enjoy the, the referential humor and yeah, it did get really emotionally intense and I, that was really good and I, I think you know in much of the way that reading a, a novel would yeah where you can get attached to these characters and really develop an understanding so yeah so a seven across the board for me maybe a 7.5 will say for me subjectively my personal one. okay yeah i think i enjoyed it enough that i wouldn't even say like a six i'd probably say like a low seven like a Seven point like one or like a seven, you know? Like yeah. A, like oh, a, he's breaking out the non five decimals. You're fucked. B minus. You're kicked off. <laughs> kicked off. Kicked out. B minus. Yeah. Kicked up into the fucking sky. Like to me, there's 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 part of me where I'm like, I kind of want to go play the pup story now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll probably go do that. So I'm for, for me, if I'm still willing to go revisit it, I say it's pretty mm-hmm. good. You know what I mean? It's really just right. like those few points where I'm like. This is wall attacks. It's never going to be one of those games that I'm like, this is, I'm just going to pick it up and play some Dream Daddy. I want to play video games. You know what I mean? So to me, it's not the game I would go for because I think when I, like Devin mentioned, when I go for a video game, I just want to be involved and distracted. And I go for for that kind of media because I don't just want to watch something like a movie or TV. I don't want to read something like a book or something like that. You know what I mean? I want to do a a bit of both and be a bit more involved in it. So I think if there's just a bit more of that involvement and I think if there was a if there was a third person element to this game it would be like a nine probably you know what I mean yeah 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 so I'd probably say just a, a soft seven soft seven across the board yeah, all right yeah so we got sure. sevens well this is yeah, great seven um, and then a eight on mine yes so what comes next so today this episode is being released on December 6th and the next mm-hmm. episode we put out is going to be on December 20th, which means it's going to be our Christmas episode. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, baby. We'll be back to Alphonse and myself uh, hanging out, doing what we normally do. And uh, yeah, so so we're going to have a couple of Christmas or holiday themed, whatever you whatever you prefer, you know. It yeah, doesn't yeah. have to be, give me fucking Easter. Easter's a holiday. Fuck me. Do whatever you want. Devin's going to give me eight crazy nights. I'm not. Aw. Um, <laughs> but why don't you tell me what you're going to give me first? I am going to give you the classic Christmas movie, Die Hard. Oh, uh, yeah? <laughs> with Mr. Bruce Willis. Oh, good. Um, yeah, I, I actually, I watch this movie uh, every year since I started dating my girlfriend. Oh, really? Because, yeah, her her dad watches it every year so oh. when we visit we uh, we all watch it i didn't know that that's great uh andrew's grandparents yeah, yeah. too don't they always watch it on christmas oh hell yeah die hard <laughs> yeah good christmas movie man absolutely that's great i've never watched it uh as a christmas movie but i have i've definitely seen it um yeah okay that's that's great i'm i'm down 
Yeah, get some uh, some Alan Rickman action. Yeah, man. I'm yeah. Uh, so that's good. So see, Die Hard is a movie that like people debate whether it's a Christmas movie because they're like just because it happens on Christmas, right? But it's like no, the whole thing yeah, is, yeah. Anyway, it's all Christmas themed. Myself, I'm I'm really I'm more of a stickler for your classic Christmas films. And one of my yeah. favorite Christmas movies of all time is A Christmas Story, uh, which is... Oh, yeah. I love, you know, you'll shoot your eye out. So I decided to go for an older movie that really kind of captures the essence of Christmas to me. And it is... Okay. Uh, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians from 1964. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Shut up. <laughs> all right. Uh yeah, it's um I have no fucking clue, honestly. I looked up I love I love when you just fucking like you you do a Google search and you're like Christmas movie weird and you're like you Christmas scroll three bad pages movie. through the fucking Google results Dude, and you're like that one. I literally did. I literally did that and I was like, yeah, that's what we're fucking reviewing. So 1964, I've never fucking seen it. I'm like 64. Oh man. It goes right back. So that's definitely what we're going to watch and review for our Christmas special. Fuck yeah. Who knows? Oh, Who knows what's going to fucking happen? <laughs> All right, man. Yeah. So uh, Die Hard and Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Andrew, you're still here. So thank you very much for being on our podcast. Thanks for having me. I will be back anytime you guys want me back. I've thought of more things I would give to both of you. <laughs> oh, man. So Awesome. That's there's great. more Nickelback. There's more Man, Sloan. Maybe we'll get a maybe we'll get a big response. Everyone will want uh, Andrew to join in. Yeah. See, I <laughs> and I was like, Alphonse and I. I feel like we have a there's a dynamic here. There's a vibe. And I was at first I was like, well, if we ever did have a guest on, like, who the fuck, like, why it would just be hard. It'd be weird. And so you being on, obviously, you're my first choice because the three of us are friends. But it's also like. I think that this went so well that I was like, yeah, we could we could do guests easily. I think you guys yeah. totally guests should. are a thing. Yeah. And the, and we got Andrew on and talked about Dream Daddy and then things did get hard and weird. Yeah. Wow. Hard and weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> and with that, uh, thanks very much for listening, folks. Is this art good on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram? Is this art good at gmail.com? Uh, and of course, Andrew, if there's anything else that you would like to to say or tell folks, you wanna you wanna plug your your band, your more yeah. popular band. Yeah, my band Enrights. Um, we just announced our new song on the fourth, "The Witch of Skeleton Park." It's coming out December 18th. Check us out, banger. Enrights, E N R I G H T S, and we are at Enrights Band on Instagram and stuff. Can find them on Spotify. Yes, Spotify, Apple Music, all the digital things Put it in your ears. With us as well. Um, and actually, a sh I wanted to make a short correction because I've been saying Apple Music, Apple whatever. It's Apple Podcasts, which is a separate fucking app. And for you Apple uh -uh. people, you got to know that. Get your shit yeah. together and either use Spotify or everything's on there or use the two apps because don't go searching on Apple Music. You won't find it. I got an Instagram message from somebody being like, you said you're on Apple Music, but I can't find you. And I was like, ah, I'm so sorry. It's actually Apple Podcasts. If you own an iPhone, both apps are on there. So, and they were like, Okay. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. So God. anyway, thanks very much, everybody. Yeah. We'll see you two weeks from now with Die Hard and Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Yeah. See you later, Dad.